0: Well, this sunday also we have a special guest with us his name is vitaly and he's from the country of ukraine would you welcome him here good morning this this man has been uh serving with a ministry called burnham ministries international which was started by one of our founding pastors here at the chapel. And uh, Burnham Ministries uh, goes out and trains and equips local pastors and uh, ministers of all over the world, giving them tools to really do disciple making. And this man is a disciple maker, fulfilling what Jesus told us to make disciples of all nations. And but one of the ways that we, as a church, we supported Burnham Ministries was when the war broke out in Ukraine. We we wanted a way of way to help the local church in Ukraine. And Vitaly actually serves at a local church in the country of U- Ukraine for the past twenty years. Twenty years, yes. years he have been serving as a pastor of a local church there, and we were able to send funds through Burnham Ministries to help support the local church in Ukraine, to help empower and strengthen them to care for the people that were struggling during the war time. And so Vitaly is here with us to give us an update on what God is doing through the church. As I tell you, last service it was so encouraging. You're going to be encouraged church of what God is doing and he's going to encourage us, empower us, charge us with God's word. We're so glad you're here, Vitaly.
1: Pastor Tull, thank you for this introduction. Amen. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Good morning. Good morning to you all. Thank You Byron for leading us in worship today. That's amazing amazing experience and uh, it is uh, Such a special privilege to stand at this pulpit this morning for a number of reasons Uh, Number one is because your church has such a wonderful history and such a wonderful heritage and secondly because your church has been uh, so generous towards uh, the believers and the churches in Ukraine, in particular, in my home city, Harkov, Ukraine, which is the second largest city in Ukraine during the months of the war. And uh, on the screens you can see just several of the pictures of my city and some uh, are outside though of, of the destruction and tragedy that, that this war has brought to us. And you know, they say that a picture is worth a thousand words. but. No picture can actually depict the entire scope of suffering and what's going on in Ukraine uh, on a daily basis. I want to bring you greetings from the Burnham family. Many of you know and remember Dr. David Burnham, and many of you are aware that he uh, is going through a difficult time. He is uh, going through a form of cancer and is taking very, difficult treatment and uh, uh, Therefore he needs our prayers, but the chapel uh, Will always be home in dr. David's heart. So thank you for uh, keeping him in your prayers I also would like to bring you greetings and words of gratitude from Dr. Jonathan Burnham with whom uh, we have been serving for so many years in Burnham Ministries and I want to thank you on his behalf for the support that your church has been uh, given to us to enable us to serve pastors now in more than 30 countries of the world Uh, and we are a healthy strong ministry and we are grateful for your ongoing support for now about 30 years and today uh, the war in ukraine has faded from the news here in the united states but it doesn't mean that the war is over it is far from being over the war continues and every day takes hundreds of lives and affects thousands of uh, families all around ukraine and uh, 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 you stood with us During all this year and a half of the war you stood together with our churches you stood together with our Pastors and your generosity enabled us to keep serving those suffering communities and the people And today uh, I want you to see and to hear firsthand from a man you have heard about you prayed for him you helped him and he is the superintendent of the baptist churches of the greater harkov region and also he is the elite pastor of grace baptist church in harkov this is the church where i was ordained for ministry many years ago and he's pastor Dmitry, and he would like to express his words of gratitude to you so if you pay attention to the screens
2: please Приветствую вас, дорогие братья и сестры. Меня зовут Дмитрий Гончаров, я являюсь пастором Церкви Благодать и областным пастором по Харьковской области. Хотелось бы от всего сердца и от всех церквей поблагодарить вас за ту любовь, которую вы явили не только на слова, но и на деле. Господь послал нам время испытаний. Для нас это время – время особых благословений. Время, когда мы видим, что церковь, она не имеет границ, церковь единая – Время, когда люди, которые окружают нас, они по-особому открыты, и мы можем им помогать как материально, так и давать им духовный хлеб. Хочу поблагодарить особенно вас за ту помощь, которую вы дали нескольким церквам в Харьковской области. Да, от вас имела благословение Центральная Церковь. Средства они стали частью служения, которое она совершала во время военных действий, которые были на территории Харькова. В церкви было 120 человек, которые прятались от обстрела. Около 2000 человек они смогли эвакуировать с Харькова. 11 тысяч человек смогли накормить обедами. За это непростое время раздать 50 тысяч продуктовых наборов. 10 тысяч человек смогли получить лекарственные препараты. И где-то 20 семей, которым помогли восстановить выбитые окна, двери, Исправить крышу, то есть восстановить жилье. Вы также благоставляли финансово церковь Ясную Поляну. Эта церковь также принимала активно и принимает активное участие в служении. Около 200 человек они эвакуировали из Харьков. 30 тысяч продуктовых наборов было раздано людям. Тысячи человек могли у них получать э, обеды. Более 100 детей, которые приходят каждую субботу, им также оказывается помощь и с ними ведется работа. Вы также благоставляли церковь Восточную. Эта церковь также по своим возможностям трудилась и где-то более 15 тысяч раздала продуктовых наборов. По-особому хотим поблагодарить вас за то, что вы благоставляли церковь Благодать. Это нашу поместную церковь. Наша церковь, она находится как раз на линии соприкосновения, где вели сильные обстрелы. Четыре раза наш молитвенный дом обстреливали. От взрывной волны, от осколков у нас были выбиты окна, двери. По милости Господа никто не пострадал. До 400 человек у нас укрывалось в подвале. Люди приходили, ночевали, мы их кормили и потом эвакуировали. С Божьей помощью и с вашей помощью мы могли раздать более 25 тысяч продуктовых наборов. Более сотни детей сегодня приходят к нам в церковь, в которой мы можем служить, помогать и свидетельствовать Евангелие. В любности Господа открылись два волонтерских центра, где трудится команда нашей церкви. Через эти центры прошли тоже тысячи людей. Мы смогли им служить как насущным хлебом, так же и Евангелием. Дорогие братья и сестры, мы сердечно благодарим вас за вашу любовь к нам. Пусть Господь обильно благословит вас. Мы верим, что война скоро закончится. Обязательно приглашаем вас приехать к нам в Харьков и разделить с нами радость победы. God bless you.
1: I want to recap just briefly what Dmitry has said. uh, To give you like a background for that. Historically, the chapel has been involved with three churches in my city. The central church, the red church, and the white church. In fact, you have helped us plant the red and the white church. In the past. And so Dmitry is the pastor of grace, the fourth church. And here he spoke about the work that only these four churches have been able to accomplish, but your gifts have gone out to many more churches in the greater Harkiv region. And when Dmitry sent me this video to share with you, I actually was watching it, and then I said, okay, I need to pause it. So I grabbed my pencil, a notepad, and a calculator, and I said, let me add this up. So let me just quickly say, these churches have sheltered more than 500 people in their basements. They have evacuated over 2,200 people to safety. Over 11,000 people received hot meals. Over 120,000 food packages have been distributed. Over 10,000 people received medication and medical supplies. There have been two volunteer centers open outside of these churches through which thousands of people came uh, to receive food and help. So all together, if we add this all up, we have heard right now about over 150,000 people that have been reached by these four churches alone, through your help. And this is why today I'm so grateful to be here with you, to bring you this report, and to encourage you with the Word of God to continue to keep joy in the service of the Lord no matter your circumstances. And I want to share with you one special text that the Apostle Paul wrote to the church To the Colossians And it is written in Colossians chapter 1 Verses 1 through uh, Excuse me, verses 3 through 6 And I want to read this to you The Apostle Paul says We always thank God The Father of our Lord Jesus Christ When we pray for you Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus And of the love that you have For all the saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. Of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel, which has come to you as indeed in the whole world. It is bearing fruit and increasing as it also does among you. What gives joy to the suffering church of Ukraine? To continue to serve our communities. What can give joy to you today in the service of the Lord? Paul gives here three answers to these questions. Number one, what gives us joy is praying for each other with grateful hearts. Look at verses 3 and 4. He says, We always thank God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ when we pray for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints. The believers in Central Church, Red Church, White Church, Grace Church, thank God the Father always when they pray for you. Not only they have heard Of your faith, but they have seen the love that you have for all the saints. I have to be honest, you were far away. You didn't know us personally. You were under no obligation to help us at all, and yet when you heard about our need, you prayed and you were stirred by the love of Jesus to us, and you helped, and you sent us your blessings. When the rockets first hit our community at 5 a.m. on February 24 last year, my wife Anna and I knew that we were no longer safe Uh, Stain in our apartment. We live on the 8th floor of a high-rise apartment building And so we knew that we had to uh, move to a shelter So we took just the basic things we thought would be gone for just a couple of hours to wait out for the first round of shelling and so we walked to our local church because our church building has a basement and uh, 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 My wife, Anna, was never able to return home. We had to stay in the basement of our church for one entire week because of the non-stop shelling. And uh, we slept on the floor in a tiny classroom with two more families with small children. Uh, For one whole week, we were not even able to take our winter clothes off at all, not only because we didn't have access to a shower in the church, but because you always had to stay dressed just in case that you have to run if shells come into your church building and you want to escape. And so we witnessed uh, how desperately the church was trying to help with the little things that we had to the hundreds of people who came to seek shelter in our church building. And we earnestly prayed, and the Lord, in his faithfulness, moved in your hearts. You who are thousands of miles away and you sent us your aid. What a praise it was. You enabled us to be the hands and the feet of Jesus Christ to those hundreds of suffering people. Therefore, we pray for you with grateful hearts. What keeps giving us joy in the service of the Lord, it is praying for each other with grateful hearts What else can give us joy? Well, it is number two when we give ourselves fully to the service of the Lord because of the heavenly hope that we have And this is in verse 5 Paul says, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven of this you have heard before in the word of truth which is the gospel. I want you to imagine a community hit by rockets just minutes ago. Concrete apartment buildings are on fire. Smoke is rising, the air smells gunpowder. And all of a sudden, you see a van pull in and a group of young men get out of the van and they begin to give out these small food packages with just basic food items to the people who appear from every hole and quickly come to the van and they give them those food packages and they tell them, God is still in control. Look into Jesus. Put your faith in Jesus. There is still hope and salvation in Jesus. Jesus is still on the throne. He is still the King. And these young people come from Grace Church to those communities. I want you to imagine another situation, a true situation when you have young people from Central Church, they would Try to evacuate people from those communities hit by rockets and this young man drive this van and they can they barely avoid the holes on the roads when rockets and shells hit on the right and on the left side but they took a risk to go and to rescue and to bring out the people to give them some temporary safety and a place to stay why? did the church risk to serve the devastated communities? There is only one answer and this answer is the hope that is laid up for us in heaven which is proclaimed in the gospel which is the word of truth The church took risk because believers have this hope And because believers want everyone to have access to the same hope in the gospel of Jesus Christ. So what is this word of truth? What is this gospel? Paul describes it right here in a couple of verses lower. In verses 13 and 14 he says This is the essence of the gospel. The Father has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son son, in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of our sins. My friend, in Jesus, our sins are forgiven. In Jesus, we have this eternal reward which is laid up in heaven for us, and it is eternal and it is unfading, and no gunshot or no missile can take it away from you, no matter what circumstance. And this is why we not only want to help people with medication or a hot meal or a food package, we want them to hear this word of the truth. And every single one of these 150,000 plus people have heard the word of Jesus. The word of the gospel. Yeah. And on the other side of the ocean, what makes the chapel so generous? Again, because of the heavenly hope that you have. You and us have been serving, we have been giving ourselves in our own ways fully to the service of the Lord because we want people all over the world to have access to this hope in Jesus Christ. And this brings us joy as we pray for one another with grateful hearts and as we give ourselves fully to the service of the Lord. But there is also number three. What else gives us joy as we serve the Lord? It comes out from verse 6. It is seeing the gospel bearing fruit in the whole world. Paul says, as we as indeed in the whole world, it is this gospel, this word of the truth, is bearing fruit and increasing as it also does among you. We have joy. In the work of the Lord. Because we're able to see the fruit which it produces all around us. And that's why I'm so thankful to be here before you this morning. And to testify to you about this fruit. And what I want to give you just some more statistics. Which go far beyond the 150,000 plus people. I want to tell you what the church in Ukraine Has been able to do. In 2022. During the first 11 months of the war. The Baptist churches of Ukraine alone. Baptized over 3,000 new believers. They were rejecting Jesus before the war. But they suffered. And they saw the hands and the feet of Christ. In the way we served them. We have already planted dozens of churches in the areas which have suffered the most from the Russian aggression. We have ambitious plans to plant 1,000 new churches in Ukraine around this time while the war continues. Today, we still have... Twenty-two Ukrainian missionary units who continue to serve faithfully in 15 countries of the world. When the war began, seven million Ukrainians became refugees and left Ukraine. Well, there were many faithful believers in those caravans of refugees. They kept serving their fellow citizens. They have been telling them about Jesus. And today, All over Europe We have planted over 200 Bible study groups We have planted Ukrainians have planted 87 churches All over Europe And we as the Baptist Union We had to appoint 19 coordinators In 15 European countries To see this church planting movement To oversee it And it all started with just us. You and I, faithful followers of Christ, sharing our hope in the gospel. And God then produced the result. And this is what Paul says. The gospel is bearing fruit in the whole world today because of your faithfulness. This is why we do a VBS in Camp Carl. This is why we go on a mission trip to Mexico or to Mozambique. And one day, I hope that I will have a privilege to take you with me to Ukraine. Wouldn't it be wonderful? Wouldn't it bring us joy to see the fruit of your labor there? So what gives us this joy as we serve the King Jesus, even in the midst of suffering, fear, and even at the face of of death. It is when we pray for each other with grateful hearts. It is when we give ourselves, ourselves fully to the service of the Lord. And it is when we see the gospel bearing fruit all over the world. And when the gospel bears fruit, it actually proves that it is the Word of the truth. Amen. And so, Wherever you are today in your circumstances friend, I want to encourage you, don't give up, keep fighting, stop carrying your burden alone, put your faith in Jesus Christ who is still the King and who is on the throne and who is in control of any of our circumstances. Put your faith in Him, and no matter how hard it is, simply walk by His side. And I want to tell you, He is able to do far more than we pray for or even hope for. And may my testimony be an encouragement to you. And may your hearts be always full of joy in the work of the Lord as you pray as you serve, and as you witness the gospel bearing fruit. And as you see, as as the band comes to close us with a song, and as I pray, I want to encourage you to open your heart to the Lord in prayer right now. For some of you, it may be to invite Jesus as your King into your life. For some of you, it may be to surrender your burden to Him, and to really rededicate your life to Him, to follow Him as the Lord and Savior. Let us pray. Father, we are so grateful for this time together. Thank you for the work that you do around the world and through the churches in Ukraine. And Father, I want to I want to ask you to bless the family of the chapel here for their generosity and for their open hearts. Oh Father, may you Bless everybody here today in their own walks of life. But Father also, I commit this whole congregation, the whole body of Christ to you for their faithfulness, for their generosity. May you fill them with joy of the service of the Lord today and in the future days. We're grateful that we serve the risen Almighty King. It is in His name, in the name of Jesus, that we pray. May all God's people say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. This has been a message from the chapel. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about the chapel or any of our campuses, including Akron, Green, Wadsworth, Canmore, Cuyahoga Falls, Nordonia, and Medina,
0: please go to our website at thechapel.life.